0: Brett hated this movie, but not as much as he hated Elf. This is spoilers. Brett, why the fuck do you hate
1: Elf? Uh, I don't want to get in trouble with Whoa. a potential listener, so. It's just not funny. It's not a funny movie. What don't you like about it? It's so warm hearted. It is warm hearted, so it's just not. Gosh, I'm going to get in so much trouble when my wife listens to this. Um, <laughs> risk uh... it all, Brett. <laughs> It's risk just it going right. risk it all. Why do you hate Elf? I just don't think it's that. It's super corny, it's super annoying, and it's not funny.
2: Hey, man, that's a valid response, dude. Everyone's <laughs> entitled to their own opinion. I mean, I will say this. I wasn't exactly, like, in love with it the first time that I saw it, but in subsequent viewings, it kind of started to grow on me over the years. So I actually do like it now, but I can totally... You know, relate to not thinking it's like the best Christmas movie. So, what's what is a Christmas movie you like, dude? Like, what's an example of a good Christmas movie in your eyes?
1: My favorite Christmas movie of all time, and one of my favorite movies of all time, it's A a Wonderful Life, A Christmas Story.
3: That's a good
2: one. It's freaking awesome. That is. I was raised on it, man.
1: My wife does
4: not like that movie, though. Ah. If I could talk for a second, Brett, I just wanted to say that you refuse to watch Home Alone because you heard there's like three seconds of a. You might want to plug your ears. Tarantula. In okay. Bum, okay, bum, okay. Bum, bum.
1: First of all, none of, those, none of those things you said are true at all. First of all, I've seen that movie about 18 times. Now yeah. I've Was saw it, it Home about... Alone 2
0: because you're afraid of pigeons? No. <laughs> Second of all, the
1: spider shows up eight different times in the movie, and you obviously don't have a phobia, or else you would know why I don't watch it. Josh
0: definitely has a phobia. He's afraid to podcast before 10, so definite phobia. But True. But tonight or today, whichever time you're listening, today, we are spoiling The Christmas Chronicles, starring none other than Kurt Russell. Now, I want to yeah. go around the circle and say and ask a question. Who is your favorite Santa Claus in film? Ooh. Mm. Tough question. Very tough question.
3: Pappy, let's start with you. That's tough. Shit. That is tough um this is pappy recording from denver colorado very excited we're back to the uh christmas movie tradition we haven't done one since like the holiday special three years ago so um i don't know though favorite santa in film i don't want to say tim allen uh ed asner he was the santa and elf right oh yeah that's right yep we share we share a birthday, so I'll go with Ed Asner. I love the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Nice, awesome, classic. George, how about you? November fifteenth.
0: Uh,
4: this is Josh. <laughs> I'm recording from Goshen, Indiana. Okay, so the 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV special ah. is kind of always my most like nostalgic christmas thing probably a
3: skinny santa (laughs) i think
4: yeah that voice and that's stan francis i guess which i'm just looking up that on wikipedia but that that voice is pretty quintessential for me awesome santa
2: First that comes to mind for me is the kind of, like, dumpy Santa guy from uh, Home Alone who
0: gives <laughs> <Kevin> the Tic
2: Tacs. <laughs> Not really. But that was the first one that popped to mind. Um, I'm was that Kurt Russell? S- uh, it may as well have been. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the Santa from Ernest Saves Christmas. I don't know Ooh. the guy's name off the top of my head. But I love Ernest Saves Christmas, and that guy was a pretty legit Santa. He wasn't particularly fat, but he kind of had the Santa vibe. and Yeah, I don't know. He sold it.
4: Oliver I Clark. Santa.
2: There you go. Thank you, sir.
0: Wow. Now, a hater of all things Christmas, Brett. First of all, man, I
1: love Christmas so much. It's my favorite holiday by far. Uh, this is tough. I don't know. Um, Kurt Russell in this movie is pretty good. Tim Allen's pretty good in the first one, but I don't know. I'll go with Pat Oswalt from uh, Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nice. That's a good one.
0: Very obscure. Well, I am your host, Stevie. I think it's a tie for me between Tim Allen and Kurt Russell. And the only thing that saves this movie is Kurt Russell. Um, He goes absolutely all in with his performance, almost to the point of method acting.
1: Um, What did you guys think of his performance? I thought he was awesome. Uh, It was like he was kind of born to play Santa. Like, you mentioned (laughs) something, like, he wanted to play, like, really bad, right? Is it you or Mikey said that?
0: Mikey said that, yeah. He had an interview with a podcast pretty much saying that Santa Claus was his favorite human ever.
2: Nice.
1: So, yeah, I thought he was really cool. He kind of brought, like, a cool touch to it, so... But his touch is like the I'm not the fat
3: Santa. <laughs> He's constantly taking offense to the fat Santa. Yeah. Look like that. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I thought he was by far the best aspect of the movie. Like, if they yeah. didn't have Kurt Russell as Santa, I mean, pff, I don't know what this movie would have had going for because he pretty much held it all together for me.
4: <laughs> it was hard for me to go into it blank because I think in the group thread before we watched this movie, Steve had said. Stevie whoa, whoa, said, like, whoa! Easy or with or that Steve times. stuff. Stevie had said, "Oh, he goes hard, and I think you're saying hard in the paint. That hard in like... the paint. He goes so hard in the paint."
1: Stevie was like, "It's a ten out of ten Christmas classic."
0: I, I will say it. I'm not a hater of all things Christmas, Brett. <laughs> I am not either. Oh my gosh, you hate off. You have to hate Christmas in some way, but no, uh, I, I
1: like Will Ferrell too. Just don't like that movie. serious. Just don't like that movie. Yeah.
0: So strange. Um, but Zach touched on it. If not for Kurt Russell, this movie would not have held together very well at all. Zach, what did you not like about this movie?
2: Um, I would have to say I didn't like, or at least I wasn't really in love with the two kid actors. I thought that the girl kind of just had that, like kid actor quality that's like she wasn't very charismatic she wasn't very memorable uh the kind of angsty skateboarder older brother guy didn't really do it for me i mean it's like i just saw home alone again recently on the big screen actually which was freaking awesome nice and basically it's just a reminder of like a good kid actor like kevin he's actually compelling to watch he's He's charismatic he's hilarious and then you've got the kids in the Christmas Chronicles and eh, they've just kind of got that like lifetime, you know, channel movie quality to them. They just, I don't know, man, they didn't really, they weren't very compelling to watch. So I would say they were, they were definitely yeah. one of the negatives.
4: The older brothers seemed like he took acting lessons from like the London brothers, maybe like could have been ah. in a Kevin Smith movie. Did <laughs> really well. There you go. There you go. Yep. I believe that. Jeremy London,
1: not Jason. Jason's cool.
4: Yeah. Jason's a pimp. Got it
1: right on <laughs> yep there you have it
3: pappy do you have any aspects you didn't like uh i guess one of the like really surprising acts uh aspects <laughs> comes later in the film when uh the, who, who put the daughter's name was what katherine kate? Kate. Kate. kate sounds right kate? yeah yeah kate she says something like there can't be a Christmas Without Presents. And then at that point, I thought, <laughs> oh, the film's going to pivot and be like, yes, there can be, like Grinch style, but, like, no, the whole message of the film is there can't be A Christmas Without Presents. I, I, I'm i confused with the messaging of, of this film a little bit.
0: I was confused Good by point. it, too, because typically in every Christmas movie ever, it's either 100% parents get them or 100% Santa Claus gets them. And the parents are just like, "Oh, there's gifts under the tree every year." yeah,
1: it's weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a big plot hole in the Santa Claus.' like they know they didn't buy that present, <laughs> yeah, that's a
4: big plot hole in Santa it being just real the other way,
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: and in this movie,
2: Santa just gives everybody one present,
3: right. One it's that one you always one want, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, you guys were talking trash about my kids right before we started the recording. Whoa, um, no trash um, is spoken, sir. At this point, just, just to bring them up, I I was kind of frustrated with this movie because it it was kind of too old for even my five year old, who's my oldest daughter. Um, it, it was just too mature, and there's too many scary parts. Like a boss was gonna burn alive a couple of kids for yeah, a while. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And. They were kind of heavy on the cuss words in oh, the first yeah, 15 minutes or so. Like I think they said hell and shit and maybe even goddamn. damn. Too much for this podcast.
3: Yeah. I, I don't think, think there's a GD, but Kurt Russell does say at one point, Santa Claus is coming dot, 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 down your chimney tonight. And the <laughs> oh, girls no. in the background. So oh, no. Dude, yeah, it is a very, right. it's a sexual And joke. then the background <laughs> singers right. moan.
2: Yeah. What yeah. is that? It was pretty <laughs> heavily uh, charged there.
0: What are we doing here? Josh, what did your kids think about the whole rock and roll Santa from a jail cell?
4: Oh, Oh, they weren't watching it anymore.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was
0: dad
4: rock. Dad rock. Which brings me kind of to my second point is since I think this movie is geared more towards at least older children and adults especially, it seems a little over, uh, like the transitions will be really obvious and over explainy expository, like I remember one time they had. They're up in the sleigh and they're like, all right, now we're going to go down to the ground to find the bag. And then they're down Mm -hmm. on the ground and then they're like, let's go this way. (laughs) I think a better movie cuts around a little bit of that and lets you fill in the gaps for yourself. And I don't know. Did any of you feel that? I feel like that was kind of a theory. I felt like this was a children's
0: movie. I mean, but. Definitely. That's just the way I took it. I wasn't looking for something very (laughs) highbrow.
3: It feels like it's also playing on a lot of nostalgia vibes as well. Like, like we already talked about the Santa Claus, but there's, I feel like there's elements of Gremlins with those little cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Elvish what are the elves like? <laughs> oh I, man, they're weird. <laughs> they're so. I weird. mean, yeah, they're weird. I I don't know. Like, I uh, I if we follow Zach on Instagram, and he has like these great character designs, <laughs> and he's always like doing these like super creative like. Uh, artistic pieces but like these things are just like little annoying like trying <laughs> to be overly cute like they have oh, their own language yeah. i hated them zach but you're you're, you're the expert what, what did you think
2: well all right so the first elf that pops up is like the little kind of like old elf he's got like a mustache and beard And the very first thing that popped into my head when I saw that guy was, this is like Gandalf combined with the Furby. I was like, like, I'm not really sure what to think about this guy. Because it was like, some some of the little creatures were cute, you know, it was like kind of 50-50. Some of the elves were very cute and marketable, you could see them selling toys and then like, you know, porgs or Furbies or whatever. (laughs) But then you had the other half that were just kind of like weird and creepy looking, it didn't quite work, and... Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. They they didn't quite do it. There
0: was one scene of... that was super out of place. It was after the little elves like take out like the mob boss and all of his mob henchmen. Yeah.
4: And it was oh, the most God, out of place say. scene oh, where- He's going to Django that boy. He has a chainsaw <laughs> going towards his nuts.
3: <laughs> yeah. Django.
4: Yeah.
2: And he was 100% committed, too. He was going to do it. He was going to freaking do
3: it. <laughs> They're like gremlins. They have no conscience. They're just there to fuck shit up. <laughs> it's true.
1: So <clears throat> true. Christmas
3: yeah. must endure.
1: <laughs> I kind of thought the whole ke- mugging of the boy and taking him to the warehouse or whatever, I thought that whole scene was kind of out of place. I don't know. Oh, I figured how they how could have done something out, else. Brett? Like, she goes into the bag and disappears, the present bag. And then and the brothers in Hyde Park in Chicago, which is a (laughs) no-no. Yeah, and like three hoodlums come up. I'll say hoodlums just so I don't. Yeah, Um, they come up and they're in a posse. They want his bag. They're gonna like let him live if they give him his bag. And he's like, I'm not giving you the bag. So they kidnap him and then take him and they're gonna throw the bag and. All the kid, like the kid into the fire, the incinerator or whatever. I mean,
3: my sister's in there.
1: (laughs) Like, it's full of presents, I think, and they keep opening them up. I thought that was kind of clever, though. Like, every time they opened it up, it was coal. thought that was somewhat well done, but it just seemed they could have gone a different direction to give him some (sighs) conflict. Like, kind of like Josh mentioned, like, you either, like, go for kids or go for adult, and they... They tried to toe this
0: line, and it didn't. I'm okay
1: with really sneaky. I mean, a lot of kids' movies have really sneaky, like adult jokes. But like, they don't. Little kids' movies don't have scenes where they're about to be thrown into an incinerator. I mean, it's just kind of
4: or be castrated by a chainsaw. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) like again,
1: I'm okay with the the little jokes that kids aren't going to get. You know, it's it's something. It's kind of a like a little call-out, a shout-out to the parents that have to watch these ki- these movies with their kids. But, like, chainsaws is... I mean, a, a kid knows what a chainsaw means and what fire does to things. I mean, I'm not, yeah. like, complaining about it. I just thought they could have gone a different direction.
0: Josh, were, you, yeah. were your kids still watching for the chainsaw-wielding elf? Oh, no. no. <laughs> the two-year-old
4: got sent away, like, 20 <laughs> seconds into the movie. <laughs> And the five-year-old lasted about a half an hour, which wasn't long enough to get into the brutal scenes, but they did, she did sit through, I don't know, the beginning, if, if we want to hit that at all. Sure. It's really heartbreaking, and it, I oh, can't yeah. tell in my mind if it's like a cheap trick they're doing or if it's actually good writing, but they're basically showing the family through the years, through these old tapes, and then basically implying that the dad has passed away in the most recent year and the little girl's like constantly watching those old tapes of her family happy and that's really sad. I
1: thought that was all pretty well done. I thought that was good writing personally but
0: was I the only one growing up who had a dad who always every Christmas had like a news camera size, like shoulder camera, like videotaping Christmas? <laughs> my dad. And all I'm those little tapes are like
3: lost to time. Like no one has anything that can play this <laughs> anymore. But, but this family did. And what was their last name? The Pierce? A Pierce Pierces. always sees it sees through. Sees it through. Yeah.
4: I thought it was yeah. Paz's debts. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs>
2: nice. I,
3: mean, I, don't know, I thought that whole thing was super telegraphed with the dad though like I saw it coming a mile away especially when they're like he's a firefighter I was like okay here we go <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah, that's true and even later like the son's like super bitter at him and sp- and spoiler alert what the son gets for Christmas is a an ornament where he sees his dad and he looks like his dad that didn't work for me but uh, did, I mean did it work for any of you guys that, did it hit?
1: you know how like I have a stone black heart right when it comes to yeah, yeah i i about i about lost it on that part. So,
4: <laughs> yeah, me too. Did that I, remind you guys I, in Harry Potter when he, Harry sees his dad James, and he's convinced that he saw his dad, and then it turns out he was seeing like himself in the future, and he just looks so much like his dad, and there's some sort of lesson in there. Blah blah blah.
1: Mm, talk about the mirror of Erised in the first one. That no, actually is his
4: dad. He sees himself casting, uh, what is oh, it Oh, Patronus. Called? Yeah. Yeah, he's seeing yeah. himself
1: in the future, yeah, doing the Patronus, yeah.
4: Kind of reminds me of that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now, Brad, sure. when you
1: said lost it,
0: do you mean like cry lost it, or like you wanted to throw the remote across the room, lost it, and just turn no, it off?
1: No, I I, oh, I, I say this all the time, I almost, almost cried. Not gonna lie, that part hit right. me kind of hard. Yeah, Brett, what's too. the
3: last movie you did cry in?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. G-
1: cried watching?
3: Yeah.
4: Terminator uh, yeah. when his grandpa made him watch it when he was five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Brett wasn't scared of anything when he was a baby.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. I haven't cried during a movie, so I I don't know. Ever? Really? I don't think so, no. Oh, gee, I cry like every other movie. Good Lord. Lately. Uh, Again, I almost... So this Crying. one almost, almost got almost, you. Almost this cry. one almost, almost yeah, got you. I, I mean, I, I like, yeah, I don't know. I Things, I get emotional, I guess. I just don't, like, cry about
4: it. Don't you have anything in your life that you love enough? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: Well, I'll say this. Um, I feel like if this movie had a little more budget, I feel like that scene where she goes in the bag and she kind of like floats down through the Christmas tree, and like the atmosphere of presents could have been really cool. Except, yeah, totally. It didn't have the highest budget and it looked really cheap, unfortunately. But one thing I mm-hmm. feel like they put a lot of money in was kind of that pseudo car chase through the uh, streets of Chicago. Anybody else mm. love that scene or scenes?
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a car chase, so I'm not really It was right. pretty fun. It I thought it was fun. cool.
0: Just me yeah. talking. But, um, yeah.
3: I love the slow mo when the, <laughs> the kid oh, and saying yeah. like look at each other like oh yeah it's <laughs> I, funny. I genuinely did laugh at that that, that was that a
2: good moment. made me happy comedy yeah. crash
4: did you guys like yeah. the portrayal of Chicago in general I felt like there's almost a Midwesty Bloomington Indiana shout out with like Nick's Hut or whatever that I bar was I saw
3: that, yeah. Which, again, like, is this a kid's movie? There's people just, like, passed out drunk all over the place <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> that dude is at the bar passed out. Which, okay, okay, in this scene, Santa is recruiting people to try and give him a ride or something. And whether or not he's even really trying or not, I guess it's debatable because he could just fly at any time. But he goes up to this one couple... And he knows the guy has always wanted a Mickey Mantle rookie card. I love she that. Which she made the wrong someone, decision there. Yeah, Brett, can you Google how much that's actually I worth? because because D- okay, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, because he's like, I'll trade you this for your Porsche. And the dude's like, yeah, that's a good deal. And the wife, who can – I'm sorry to use this kind of language, but she can only be described as a huge bitch,
4: <laughs> takes the <laughs> card <laughs> –
3: and rips it up like in front of him. So it's like, not only does she take
1: this like, uh, Brett, how much is it worth? It's sold for auction for two point eight eight million dollars. Stop it! A three
3: sh- a three million dollar baseball card. She <laughs> rips it up.
1: Oh no! Because
3: you're not trading our like probably you know ninety thousand dollar Porsche for it.
1: What? She's a he, total Kyle. He mom. knew. I mean, the guy knew. The guy knew that was like the best deal he'd ever make. Oh man, that, that was frustrating. It's so frustrating. Second highest selling baseball card of all time, I believe. What's number one? I like, I'm uh, sure the Honus Wagner yeah. uh, one is the highest, I, I gotta
4: imagine. The one where there's only like four of them?
1: Yeah, there was like a shipment of them like all flooded and like sunk. So yeah, you're right, there weren't that many left.
4: I think what a cool writing trick that is with that baseball card bit is that you don't realize he can... Just totally magic anything at that point, so it, the yeah. card could be like just something he had in his pocket for like you know when he's in trouble, but later you turn out he True. like he can pull out piano grand guitars <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> First, oh for for Steven van Zant in the drunk tank, but yeah, um, funny. <laughs> <laughs> let's try to keep this one short. you guys ready for yes or no's?
1: uh
0: yeah, that's fine. No, what were you gonna say, Brett? Go ahead. No, yeah, I, I, go can, I can I could
1: actually tie these into my. I had like a thing that I liked and a thing that I didn't like, so I can either do that now or do it in my yes or no's. I don't do know. it now. Do it yeah, now. Yeah, do it now. Uh, one of the things that I did like that I I haven't. I'm trying to think of all the Santa Claus movies I've seen, but you rarely get to see Santa. You know, a lot of times in Christmas movies, like in the um, the Santa Claus. It's the time slows down. That's how he's able to, you know, hit every house. Isn't that how it's explained in the Santa Claus? Yeah. So, like, I thought it was really cool to see him moving like light speed or whatever. He was wormholing. Yeah, like that was I thought that was cool because, you know, <laughs> yeah. when you're a kid you're always like, how does he, you know, reach all these kids? And so I thought that was a cool aspect. I don't know if it like looked cool or not. It probably didn't because of the budget, but I thought that was cool to see that and I don't know if that's I've seen that in any other Santa he movie. He was
0: wormholing and apparating all at once.
1: And I also Glad thought the kids helping him at the end could not have saved that much time if he moves that fast, but that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Brett, how old were you when you found out about Santa Claus? Oh, That's, that's a,
1: a good, good question. question. I think we were like Oof. maybe seven or eight, and my parents used to put all the presents under the like in the Harry Potter closet. And <laughs> like you'd go in there, it'd be like December 6th, and it'd be like... To Brett from Santa Claus, they're like, "What?" <laughs> like, so I think that's kind of like I don't know if it was like one specific moment, but we kind of just started to realize that my mom was Santa Claus. So,
4: wait, so you aren't a true believer?
1: Uh, oh. oh man,
4: this is awkward. Aw,
2: <laughs> but anyway, Christmas spirit
1: just went down.
3: Just so we can, just so we can. Yeah, well, okay, is that not straight from Elf too? The whole the Christmas, Christmas spirit, spirit, yeah. Like, oh spirit's well, it's kind of like
1: a thing though right i mean well they have a meter though, but that I felt like a meter yeah like that
3: pap how old were you and you find out Santa wasn't real i was in first grade and i just kind of like put it together i remember i was just like in my room like like really thinking about it and i went to my mom's room i was like hey <laughs> Is the tooth fairy real? Because that shit doesn't make any sense. I didn't say that.
1: <laughs>
3: she's like, no, and then like all of the dominoes fell. So I was oh, like, so Santa you precocious Claus isn't little real. shit. No, <laughs> Easter Bunny's no. real. No, Jesus isn't real. We'll no, Jesus isn't real. But <laughs> it was a tough day. Zach, how about you?
2: Yeah, I want to say about seven. I don't have like a you know aha moment or like I piece it all together. It's just kind of more like a slow, gradual thing where I just kind of like was like. Yeah, never really made a ton of sense, but it was fun to believe in, but now it's over.
0: <laughs> That's all like. Now it's over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time to be a, an adult. Now time to grow up, yeah.
0: Josh, how about you? When did you find out find out that your dad was Santa Claus?
4: Well, for me, it, I was like Pappy. I was doing transcendental meditation in my room as a six-year-old and, and somehow realized through space and time that, no, I I don't know. I think I was like eight and my parents, like I had little brothers, like very little brothers. So they were kind of like, hey, we know that you probably have this shit figured out, but let's keep it on the DL for these little guys. So, Makes sense. Yeah. And you're like, what? I was like, no, well, you yeah. you definitely didn't have little Jeez, brothers when you were eight, right? Well, when I was twelve and Jared was born, I still okay. needed to play it cool then. So Well that was nice events.
1: I thought fa- Stevie, what about I you?
4: found yeah. out
0: like in the summer when I was like nine or ten years old. I was late to the party, man. Um I was a true believer, but uh <laughs> like I was like every like one year my dad made like this edited tape of Santa like coming in oh, from like, man. like, like, I guess you would say, um, kind of like apparating into shot and him placing, he got, placing, too, he got oh. too greedy,
1: right? He got too greedy. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it That's
0: was awesome. the coolest thing ever. I was convinced from there on out. I was like, there's a Santa Claus. Like, I, he was on. And like, I was so convinced. And then one day, like during the summer, I'm nine or 10 years old. I'm like, Jen, where's that tape of like Santa Claus? Like I want to, I want to watch that. And she's so blunt about it. She's like, Stevie, that was dad. It's not real. And just walked away. Oh. And no. man Whoa. I was no. crushed.
4: Like Kyle's mom to you. It it was it was rough. I was like, no. But yeah.
3: That's <laughs> listen to the Grand Budapest Hotel to hear more of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just
0: watched that last night. Oh man. But um let's start off with you for yes or no's.
1: Uh do me uh later. Uh I don't know, man. Um, All
3: right, Pap, let's start with you. Yeah. No, I hate this movie. Yeah, yeah. I hate it so much. Um, I just don't... I I wrote in my letterbox review, it feels like a bunch of parts of movies smushed together uh, to make this final output. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just don't have the Christmas spirit anymore, but when you see something like this later in life, it's not a classic for you. Uh, But I bet, you know, if you were like... 10 11 12 maybe and you first saw this it might be something that you treasure for the rest of your life but nothing bad to say about kurt russell the the goldie Hawn reveal at the end that she's mrs claus i saw it coming from a mile away but it's cute and i like it uh not not a hard no just a soft no it's not it's not gonna be in my rotation of christmas classics and because of that it's just kind of gonna fade away for me nice how about you zach
2: I would say pretty much exactly the same, man. Um, I would say no, seeing it once was enough. <laughs> um, I, was re- I was really disappointed because when I found out that uh, Chris Columbus, a.k.a. the director of Home Alone and the first two Harry Potter movies, was the producer, I had pretty high hopes. I was like, you know... All right, you know, Kurt Russell is Santa. This looks pretty cool. I was kind of hoping that it would be like the next Elf. In other words, you know, like a more modern Christmas Ugh. movie that kind of became regularly played. I know not everyone's an Elf fan, but in general, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm having a hard time thinking of any other newer Christmas movies. There's none.
0: Elf. There's, yeah, Elf is really it, man. There's no really classic current Christmas movies. There is there are none. Bad Second All of of your favorite Christmas movies movies. are from when like you before you were born or when from you're like really young.
2: Exactly. And unfortunately, Christmas Chronicles did not change that. (laughs) My disappointment. (laughs) Yeah. Although I will say that Kurt Russell, dude, every time he was on screen, I mean, the guy is charismatic as Mm -hmm. hell. I love that man. I have no idea how old Kurt Russell is, but, dude, I hope that I'm like that much of a (laughs) charismatic when I'm like Mm -hmm. 68 or whatever. I mean, he's fucking awesome. But, yeah, um, you know, as it was said earlier, it just felt like kind of a jumble. It didn't really have a very good. Coherent structure to it It's like when I just saw Home Alone a couple weeks ago It was a reminder to me how that movie Is so well constructed Every single scene of that movie Builds towards the epic John Hughes wrote
0: that right? yeah ah, it,
2: okay okay, okay. But yeah yeah that's right he did that's right uh, which explains why it's so damn good mm-hmm. um and yeah, yeah and christmas chronicles just did not have that dude it's like it just felt kind of jumbled you could rearrange the scenes in the middle and it wouldn't really matter that much <laughs> um it just didn't have that coherent structure that good writing that you know i was hoping for so yeah definite no for me
0: nice
4: george this is a really tough one for me because I feel like the movie is pretty fun and it kind of grows on you. And just being able to hang out with Kurt Russell as like a truly jolly, good-hearted Santa is fun. But as a movie, this is a pretty flaccid no for me. I think the the child acting is pretty poor, and if any of no offense of to that girl, but she was
0: hard to watch.
4: I, yeah, uh-huh. and if they're ever, ha- like, listening to this, like, I'm so sorry. You're just kids, and, like, you can get past it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> next one will be better. But, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, soft no. And it's also really weird because it's like a, it's like a baseball team that spends all their budget on one player. And yeah. instead of, like, having... Good CGI and good writing and solid supporting cast. It seems like it all went to um, Mr. Russell. They threw and, that
0: all on his back.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if he was more <laughs> of a team player. If they did, they give him the option to take like a lower contract so that they could get better stars around. Him? Like I don't know how it all worked out, but <laughs> you can feel this is kind of like a rare sort of half-ass effort from Netflix. I would say so. I wouldn't call Soft it a rare
0: note. half-ass effort. I mean, a lot of their canon is...
3: On the one-year anniversary of Bright. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, I, this I, I do want to say... This can is I like say a, one thing in defense of the kid actors, though? Is that a lot of the times they're being asked to talk to CGI, what I assume is green screen characters, and that, that doesn't <laughs> work out with a lot of adult professional actors most of the time in film, so who knows they might be great on stage or something it's, it's just a tough it's a tall order to talk to a CGI elf and then speak an elfish to it I don't it's I just
0: picture as that girl's been going to like audis- auditions since she was like two like she, since the moment she was born she just wanted to be an actress that's the way I saw it at least Brett, how, how about you? I don't
1: know how uh, monetary things work <laughs> for Netflix but I'm wondering if they like completely underestimated the success this would be I read that at this movie streamed 20 million times in the first week. Like, jeez. jeez. Like, <laughs> do you think if they knew that, they would have spent more money on it?
0: That or they release no. it in
1: theaters. I mean, 20 million people in one week is pretty nuts, I, I feel like. So, I don't know. Okay, um, so I didn't really get to finish my thing earlier. The thing that really wore on me throughout the movie, I just got so tired of the, Here I'm going to pull out a magic thing out of my pocket. And I'm gonna tell you six things you wanted as a kid. Oh yeah, right. You're Santa. Like that happened like 40 times. I just like, Oof, dude. Yeah. I know like people are skeptical, but like, if if somebody pulled out some stuff like that from when I was a kid, I'd be like, oh crap, this is Santa. I don't know. They, <laughs> it really wore on me, and the the two cops wore
4: on me, and Brett, thought- is that like oh, in, yeah. when you're in the fourth season of House? And still, no one believes No one that believes can them the all. <laughs> well, again, like in, in-house,
1: at least they kind of changed it later. They would like, yeah, you're probably right, but you can't do it that way. Like that's kind of how they righted that. They're like, we don't like that method. You're probably right. So like, again, you're right. But yeah, we talk about that. It's like he's been right 23 straight episodes. Why wouldn't he write this one? Um, <laughs> kind of like what Zach was talking about. You take movies like A Christmas Story and Home Alone, Home Alone Two, um, and even even Elf. I mean, those are like well written. They're they're most of them are funny. I don't know this one. I just feel like this script that.
0: was a first draft and no one ever went over it again. <laughs> Netflix was like, go with it.
1: <laughs> that is, a, we're like, yeah, go with it. We have Kurt Russell. They're like, so yeah. you know what? I I've been debating. Uh, hopefully, I'm hoping Stevie will give us a yes. So I'm gonna give this a. Very soft. No, I feel like in two years when I watch it again, I probably like it again. I like it a little more. So, so I'm gonna give it a soft no. I'm not gonna say flat. And we're talking about Christmas movies.
0: Decent, decent. (laughs) Okay, so I'll be straight honest with you guys. Like Christmas season is my favorite season of the year outside of the start of college football. But um, it like I'm just I'm just happiest this time of year. I really am, and so. Yeah, I drank before watching this movie pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the only thing that holds this movie together at all is Kurt Russell. Like, he easily could have half-assed it, taken a paycheck, and just been god-awful. But he wanted you to believe in every child out there that he was Santa Claus. So Mm -hmm. it's only saving grace. This is a bad script. The child actors don't do well. Um, It's low-budget CGI, but... Kurt Russell just works his ass off, so and I'm a huge Kurt Russell fan, so I will give it the softest of yeses. And I, I am—I I totally get that, man. He like cool,
1: really, cool. really looked like he enjoyed. He looked like every, he loved every second, second on screen. Every second of it, yep. And that—that that was like hard to believe. Like you said, I mean, it's a Netflix movie. He's like, I'm gonna get three million dollars for doing this movie anyway, or whatever. But he just looked like just unbelievably proud and pumped, like a career coming to a, you know, crescendo playing Santa Claus. I, I, I really respect that. I enjoyed that. So. Same here.
0: Yeah, so that's like the Why softest. was his
4: suit so dirty, though? It's Kurt Russell, I man. I the same. He's been in <laughs> battle. <laughs> his hat and, like, scarf thing is, like, so
1: yuck. I wanted to see him fight. Yeah. I wanted to see him fight somebody.
3: I yeah, Just got cool. done finding the thing at the South Pole. They had to fly <laughs> up to the North Pole. Hey, Pap! Can you what believe you, he, like, he
4: never pulled a flask out of his pocket? Like I was waiting for that.
3: <laughs> the J and B all over his chest computer, like
4: eggnog yeah. in it. Yeah, that would have been appropriate
2: for sure.
0: Hey, Pap! Want to hear something cool? Yeah. So we're big Disney buffs, right? So the yeah. d- I like also respect the director of this movie for the fact that he's like working his way up little by little. Um, he started off, his name's Clay Cadus, and he started off at Disney as an in betweener. Oh, oh
3: so wow. So he was an in betweener
0: for Pocahontas. He was an in betweener nice. for The Hunchback of Notre Dame. What's he, that mean? So he wasn't a lead animator. Like, he wouldn't draw, like, the definitive pictures. He would take direction from the lead animators and say, I need this character to go here, that I need them to go here. So he would It'd do, be like, like drawing all the fill in work. Key yeah yeah which were
3: those are two like huge prestige projects like pocahontas well he did uh, pocahontas they threw their best he was an in-betweener for
0: hunchback he was an in-betweener for hercules an in-betweener for mulan he was an in-betweener for tarzan he was an in-betweener for treasure planet then he became um lead animator for tangled 10 years then he became um an animated supervisor for wreck it ralph frozen and he was also the lead animator for the Paperman short so he yeah, has a great
3: short too cool. so this dude like put in his time right he's put in a ton Definitely. of time
0: and like his really big uh, directorial de- uh, debut was the angry birds movie so he's worked oh, okay. with like animation his whole career and this is really any like first live action he's ever worked with
3: pretty badass to direct kurt russell in your first yes live action so baby. i think that's a cool little Seriously.
0: tidbit of a little info there so i hope he has a promising career henceforth
4: those he elves people. could be compared to angry birds like you could chuck them around and <laughs> they do <laughs> yeah
0: so does that four nose
4: and one yes sounds yeah, well. like a oh
0: man what stats. is that, Pat? Like, uh, what is that?
3: Cookies and milk that were left out on December twentieth,
4: <laughs> and then <laughs> it comes down on
0: Christmas Eve. I will
4: take it. Super stale. Well,
0: thank you all for listening to the episode of Christmas Chronicles. We can't
4: I- sign off quite yet, Stevie. Porque
1: 67, sixty-seven years old, by the way. Oh, okay, cool.
4: We have a little bit of Instagram feedback to Yeah, read yeah, go for it, Jack. Oh, nice. um, we posted a picture of Kurt Russell as Santa and asked uh, people to send in their thoughts, and we have a couple. Um, M. Ewing, uh, I don't know his name's Michael. He said, "Why the hell was downtown Chicago a ghost town on Christmas Eve?" And <laughs> he's kind of right. I mean, there was a lot of criminals, but they're just driving around the streets, and, and a lot pretty... of drunk
0: people passed out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Good
3: point.
4: and then pappy did you want to read the other yes. feedback
3: uh do you have it my phone's okay uh okay this is from our friend pixie bomber and she wrote god damn what I, I, this is so long okay she wrote this paragraph <laughs> uh on the thoughts of uh, what she remembered from Kurt Russell in this,
4: because um, she had thrown a couple back or something by this point. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Christmas cr- Chronicles uh, number one, he, I think she means he worked that belly off. Number two, as the night grew long and my drink hit me, hit me. I wondered if there is a DILF equivalent for Santa of women for a name. Oh my god! Wow.
4: Oh no! <laughs> Steve, three. or re- Pappy, uh, before you continue on this list, do you think she was like six modelos snuck into the theater deep, or like how? how <laughs> I well.
3: think she was at least that when she typed this message, because three, the red leather is nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh, she, no. Seems like she gets drunker and drunker as it goes. The I feel like we had similar gloves, viewing experiences. The, the black gloves are classic, but improved. What? What? Uh, <laughs> Number five, I want to run my hands in the fur, not in a sexual way. I make costumes and I love to touch fabrics. <laughs> the layered fur colors are outstanding, giving depth to the characters. Like she sobered up for, for for that one, which is appreciated. Number six, was it my rum or did he look like Captain Morgan? I think he was in jail, but I didn't quite remember. He did kind of look like Captain Morgan. He and did. then she sends a gif of, you're welcome. And thank you, Pixie Bomber. We are welcome. She's a good friend of the pod, so... worthwhile comment good to hear what she thought about Kurt Russell TMI of what she thought about Kurt
2: Russell that's amazing
0: well if that is it I will go ahead and sign off is that it before I I try to sign off again yeah I think we're good cool thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you enjoyed Christmas Chronicles more than my other four co-hosts and um, Ah, this was spoilers
2: spoiler man here thanks so much for your patience i was out with my my brother and his wife yesterday all day and we were downtown houston and got home very late to put it mildly let's get right into it please
4: support this podcast by leaving us an itunes review leave us some stars and some words That was spoiler.